This is the Gentile Life Podcast. My name is Ryan Gentile. I'm a husband and a father of two beautiful little girls. There is nothing Gentile about life, and I'm here to share my crazy stories and experiences that go on in my everyday life. Maybe, just maybe, you can relate to some of these stories and experiences. I will share the good, the bad, and the straight up funny of my roller coaster Gentile life. So let's dive right into today's topic. And we are back with another episode of the Gentile Life Podcast, continuing with the Quarantine Life segment. Now, if you listened to the last episode, you got a chance to hear my conversation with my good friend, Jess Walker, formerly known as Jessica Johnson, back in her Laporte days, which we reminisced about. Had a good time talking with her. It was so good catching up with her. And so I figured, man, that went so well. Why in there? Who else could I talk to? Because... Me and Jessica kind of are going through similar things. We both have kids. You know, her oldest is obviously older than mine, but we both have kids. So our situation's a little bit different. So I thought, who else can I talk to that, you know, is going through quarantine life, but maybe has a little bit of a different situation. And I couldn't think, and I couldn't think of anybody better than my good friend, Justin Lair. I know him as Jay Lair. And we reminisce about living down the street, the mischief we got into, man, we have a great conversation And so coming up after this little jingle, you know, the jingle that indicates, you know, a little space in between or, you know, maybe I messed up something and I couldn't edit it out. So I put a jingle in it like you probably heard in the last episode, probably sound a little confusing. But after this jingle, I'm going to have on the phone my really good friend, Justin Lair. So stay tuned. All right, and we are back, and I have another good friend of mine. This is a guy I have known for, God, I I feel old every time I say this, but hey, we're old now, buddy. Uh, It's been over 20 years since I've met this guy. We lived on the same street for a number of years. (laughs) A good friend of mine, Mr. Justin Lair, also known as Jay Lair in my phone. Uh, uh, Justin, man, how's it going, buddy? Ryan Gentile. I'm doing just fine, man. (laughs) Sitting here uh, quarantining it. Like everybody else, unfortunately, but we got to do yeah. our part and do what we got to do. That's right. That's how, right. We got to. How you do. doing? We're doing good, man. Doing good. You know, uh, trying to trying to stay busy, trying to keep occupied, and trying to figure out ways to get out of the house when I can. Like you know, I go grocery shop, or we actually had a friend of ours who had a baby, and her son isn't old enough for this big ass contraption that we have yet. But we're trying mm-hmm. to get space. We're trying to clear space out of our house, and they live like on the like Tomball side of Houston and I go, I don't oh, wow. care. I'll drive way over there. It gets me out of the house for a few hours. I don't <laughs> care. So I drove a few hours, man, a few hours. That's just an hour and a half each way. What are you talking about? Yeah, well, you know, with, with no traffic, it's not man. Too, without traffic, oh, dude, right, I, yeah. I was there and back in two hours. I was a little surprised in any other day. It would yeah. have me six, but all the, no, non, man. All, all the non-essential people, not on the road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true too. Yeah. All the, all the, all the uh, quote unquote good drivers now are gone off the road, which makes it a little bit easier. <laughs> but yeah, man, doing good, man. How about yourself? How are you and the how are you and the fam doing? We're doing just fine. Uh, I'm still working. Uh, Jamie, my wife is uh, she is still working from home, thankfully, and uh, mm-hmm. the kid is at home doing homeschool, obviously through the computer, uh, like uh, the way they have it set up now. So uh, life is good. We're fortunate. Uh, we're both still working, uh, trying to support all the local businesses as much as we can while staying safe and. Uh, Hopefully this thing mulls over pretty quickly and we can go back to our normal lives. So. Yeah, man, I, I love that. And it's it's funny. So I, I, I spoke with a, another good mutual friend of ours, you know, that we went to high school together. Uh, you know, Je- Jess Walker is what she likes to be called. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we know her as Old Jessica Rick. Johnson. Yeah. Oh, Jessica Johnson. <laughs> that's right, man. Uh, another good friend of ours. And, oh, yeah. you know, me and her had a conversation uh, on the show about. You know, we both have kids. You know, mine is about to be three, and my other one just turned one. You know, hers are eight and three, mm-hmm. or about to be three. You know, so you're in a little bit of a different situation. You know, you actually, um, you know, don't have little, little ones running around. So kind of explain that situation uh, with your daughter and, you know, the age she is and, like, you know, kind of what y'all are doing. You know, do y'all do anything with her, or do y'all just kind of do y'all's own thing? No, we pretty much locked her in a room and just told her to stay in there because you're not allowed out. So, uh, homework on the all window. day long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, she's, uh, so she turns 15 tomorrow. Uh, she'll, uh, August, or I'm sorry, not August, uh, April 5th. Uh, she'll be 15 and, uh, she's wanting to get out and drive and do all those kind of things. But, uh, 
obviously uh, none of that stuff is really a good thing to do right now. But, um, no, she's just going to school, uh, doing homeschool, obviously, through uh, – she goes to uh, Clear Lake High School, and uh, they have a pretty good system set up, a lot of Zoom conferences with all her classmates and teachers, and um, she's doing well. Um, she's kind of disappointed not being able to take the, uh, I guess, the star test this year because she was wanting to really ace a couple of the subjects and show off on that. But uh, <laughs> in that regard, we're kind of lucky. She's a, she's a good student. She's highly involved in the school as a freshman, and uh, her mom is a teacher, thank- thankfully, and um you know she's got a lot of a lot of help there in, in that regard. But uh, right now she's going stir crazy. She wanted to have a friend over tomorrow night for uh, for her birthday to spend the night, and uh, we obviously nixed that and and all that. So uh, I think her friend is going to come over tomorrow and leave some gifts around the house and uh, and whatnot, just kind of uh, that way she can come home and scavenge. You know, my wife's going to get her out of the house and take her on a drive or something, and then uh, come home and she can do a little scavenger hunt around the house and get her gifts that she. Is going to leave her apparently. That's the the latest word I've heard this morning. So, and, other than that, go ahead. go ahead. No, no, you're good, man. Go no, ahead. other other than that, just uh, trying to keep her occupied uh, every day. You know, come home and we walk the dog and go outside and uh, you know, I did some yard work yesterday and had her, uh, you know, uh, cutting down some bushes and trees and stuff here in the backyard and had her uh, <laughs> take hauling that stuff off to the curb and just doing yeah. some uh, sweat equity, you know, just uh, you if you're if you're bored and stir crazy around the house, uh, that means get your ass outside, you know, like uh, when we were kids, we weren't allowed in the house, you know, it was, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. get outside, yeah. Stuff like this. yeah, you're outside and uh, you weren't allowed in the house until it was lunchtime or dinner time and before that, you know, there wasn't any uh, going inside to get a bottle of water. It was turning on the water hose and letting it run for 15 minutes before it got cool and drinking out of it, you know. So uh, just trying to, hey, man, there's no better time than now to kind of get get them out the house and just, uh, especially at her age, you know. I mean, you guys got little kids, so it's a little different. You know, you can't quite take them to the, the playground and stuff like that. But um, for her, it's, uh, hey, get out of the house, ride your bike around by yourself and just kind of, you know, uh, zone out and, and come back down to Mars a little bit because uh, this is all kind of crazy for everybody, and especially for, for her being 15, you know, first year of high school. It's, uh, it's a lot of stuff that, that's been going on that just abruptly ended for everybody and, and her too. So uh, just trying to keep it all in perspective and uh, make sure she uh, understands that it's not just her. It's everybody going through this, and uh, we got to get through this and be smart about it, you know. And I think that's, you know, human nature. I think for a lot of people to feel like, oh, this isn't fair to me, but in normal circumstances, yeah, that might be the case. But for once, it's not, not like, literally, yeah. literally everybody going through this right now. It's not fair to everybody, especially yeah. the ones who are actually, who are actually, uh, sick right now and in the hospitals and, and whatnot mm-hmm. and all the, especially yeah. the people, uh, who are actually still having to work and not be home with their families, you know, uh, people on the front lines like, uh, nurses and doctors and everybody else, you know, all these people who are, they're really putting a lot at risk, uh, and, you know, my heart goes out to them, and, you know, our neighbor is a nurse and works in the ER, and we're just, uh, whatever we can do, you know, we're not, we're keeping distance, obviously, you know, we're not hanging out and having mm-hmm. cocktail parties and all that kind of stuff, but uh, whichever way we can help, uh, you know, we will, so we're, we're yeah. blessed in that, in that, in that uh, sense where we can try to help out as much as we can, so, but, then, you know, going back to the kid, though, it's just keeping things in perspective and uh, making sure she knows it's not just her, it's everybody. It's uh, everybody in this world right now is going through something and uh, we're all here to, we all got to kind of get, come together and just do the right thing, you know, follow, follow the guidelines and do what we're supposed to do, you know? So hopefully mm-hmm. this thing will end sooner than later. Yeah. And, and I find it funny. Like I, I've seen some people kind of complain like, Oh, well, if you have, you know, like a 15 year old, it's not as hard as if you have a three year old or vice versa. And I, and I'd laugh. I go, I think every parent is running through a tough situation, no matter the age, because nobody has it harder than the other. It's just different circumstances. You know, for me, like, like I'm lucky where my, I put on Disney plus all damn day and believe me, it's on all damn day and all i watch is freaking frozen 2 uh big hero 6 oh. frozen 1 like i'm watching these like a million times over and over which you know that that's my struggle right now is trying to get her to watch something different which we did today we watched that new one onward uh which is a really good movie so if you get a chance to watch it i recommend it but yeah, probably you know, not but yeah <laughs> hey i'm just saying I probably it won't is, be watching no i understand my kids got movie, that, it's a good movie but you know it's it's one of those things though but like i think everybody's going through different situations i don't think anybody has of course, it harder yeah. than the other it's just you know depending on 
your situation and things like that. And, you know, when you have your, you know, and especially when you're an only child, it's not, I mean, it, it, that, that probably makes it a little bit tougher where, you know, you, you don't have that other interaction that you could get with somebody your age or even closer. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. But definitely. Uh, so, so you mean to tell me you're not sitting there watching Mandalorian all day? <laughs> we try, man. So we want to. So we. So my wife and I. So uh, Megan and I. We wanted to watch Star Wars in uh, chronological order, not in release order, right? So we did that, and we watched the okay. last one before the latest one that came out. I think what was it December or whatnot. So we got through yeah. that, and so then we're talking about watching Mandalorian. But then again, you know, Claire hijacks you know the TV all day where. You know, for the most part, we don't like we will put our foot down and she'll throw her little tantrums and things like that. And we'll watch something else. But, you know, there's any like we watch stuff that we've seen a million times because we don't have to necessarily pay attention while the girls are flipping out. You know, a lot going on with the two little kids, man. You got to pick and choose your battles. It is. Yeah, (laughs) we definitely pick and choose our battles. That is for sure. And then at night when they're in bed, we're like, okay, cool. What do we want to watch? And so, like, we've watched a couple Star Wars movies, but we're like. One time, I think it was like 9.30, right? Man, it's a two-and-a-half-hour movie. No, nah, we're going to watch that tonight, man, because we're going to fall asleep. So, yeah, we, we, we got to get a little creative with it. So, yeah, it's a little bit different uh, with the girls here, what we watch. But Mandalorian's on our list to watch eventually. But uh, just uh, – it's You'll like it. Of, oh, I, I have a feeling we will. It's just with the quarantine, oh, man, yeah. it's just we're not going to – we're just we're just not able to right now because the girls are home, like, all day long because we took them out of daycare. Oh yeah, and it takes it takes two to make it work, man. Because I'm sure the kids get tired of mama and they get tired of you and get switched <laughs> off and all oh, that man. kind of stuff, you know. Oh, dude, it's a it's a thing where I'm like, okay, honey, it's time to take a nap. Oh no, mommy, mommy, come here. And then <laughs> if you know, and then of course if Megan's like trying to suggest it, no, daddy, come here. I'm like, we're just like, damn it, man, this kid, she knows what she's doing. So it will get better. It doesn't get any easier, but it gets a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I I know, yeah, it, it definitely will, and this will be a time that we look back on and like, you know. Like so, one thing I remember my mom telling me was uh, when Hurricane Alicia came through. I mean, I had just been born, like I was like a newborn baby, and she, of course, you don't remember any of this, but this is what happened, right? And I know yeah. this is what I'm going to do with the girls, where you won't remember this, but this is what it was like, and this is what happened, and yada yada yada, you know, oh, like this. This will be this will be a uh, hundred times bigger of a situation. Uh, I guess a milestone, or not even a milestone, but a, a thing in history that they'll hear about more so than Alicia. This will be in the history book forever, man. This is oh, a, absolutely. There'll be they'll, people are going to be reading about this uh, when they get older, and we'll be looking back on it, hopefully, saying that we made it through it, and we've yeah. never had to go through anything like this again. You know, so be that um, be that old guy on the porch going, "I remember when this yeah. happened." <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll so, save you. I'll save you a seat in the extra rocking chair. I'll have that's me. right. That's right, buddy. That's right. Oh my goodness. So, to, so I do have to preface this. So, for anybody listening, um, you know, me and Justin, I, I mentioned this a little bit earlier. We we go way back. I mean, we met. Oh yeah. I want to say was I? I think I was in eighth or we were in eighth grade, but I think we were going to separate junior highs, but we lived in the same neighborhood. I think it was around eighth grade when we officially met, right? No, or was it elementary? Uh, I think it was elementary. When, when you, I mean, yeah, your mom was my sister's teacher. We met in elementary, man. It was probably uh, man, I can't fourth fourth grade or something, man. Third or fourth grade, Dude, right? Uh, you're right. I'm it was man, probably I, third or fourth grade, man. It was, I tried to shave been, off four years off our, our friendship. Yeah, well, <laughs> My bad. it's been it's been our whole life. Uh, as far as yeah, I can remember, you. you know, as, as far back as I can remember, I've known you. You know, and a whole That's handful right. of other people. You know, there's a, there's a huge group of us that mm-hmm. a lot of us are still friends. You know, and it's pretty yeah. cool. We've been blessed in that sense. Uh, not too many people can say they are still friends with you know ten, fifteen people they grew up with. You know, since elementary of all things you know and they're still good friends and whatnot and at least talk here and there and keep keep up with each other you know i mean i know i do and I'm, i know you do too you know mm-hmm. and we we had a lot of the same friends but we also had different friends that we all knew each other and whatnot but uh we've been blessed in that sense you know so uh yeah it's just uh we're lucky man so well it's funny because you know when i met my wife you know and we started hanging out and getting more serious and things like that, you know, she would see people friending her on Facebook or commenting on things that we were both tagged in. And she's like, yeah, who the hell are these people? I'm like, these are my friends. She goes, how many friends do you have? I was like, well, <laughs> I mean, I had my group of friends that I hung out with, but I would like hang out with other groups, you know, like I knew a lot of people and they were good people to me and I had fun with them. Yeah. And so I didn't, I mean, yeah, I had a core group, which I think everybody did, but some people ventured into other groups. I know you were one of them and I was one of them. And, 
you know, in that type of thing. And so she just didn't oh, understand yeah. that. And then so I explained it to her and then she started realizing it. And then ironically enough, she started becoming friends with all these people. And she's like, now I see why you're friends with them. I'm like, well, no shit. Like, I don't friend people yeah. I don't think are good people. Like, I, I friend people that I think are going to be worth being friends with, whether we talk every day or not. Like, that's the beauty, 100%. I think, of this group, you know. And I love what you said is, you know, think about social media today is how you keep up with everybody. But we did that before social media. You know, we always knew oh, yeah. somebody was back in town or – Hey, somebody left for college, but they're back for the weekend. Let's go meet up with them. They're at this party or this bar or whatever it is. And, you know, that was the thing I liked about this group. And I think that was evident at our 10 year reunion where, you know, most people, I think when I hear about their reunions, it was okay, but it wasn't like as great as they thought it was going to be because they didn't, their class wasn't great. But I remember everybody was talking to everybody for the most part. Like everybody oh, yeah. was talking, oh, yeah. having a good time. I mean, there was no like, I mean, you still had your small little clicks, but at the same time, those clicks ventured out and talked to everybody. I mean, that's what I remember from it, anyways. No, I remember the same thing, man. And and we we kind of uh, graduated in the class where everybody was somewhat friends with everybody, man. It's uh, I don't, you know, I can't, you know, twenty years later almost, you know, or twenty years later now, I can't sit here and say I remember everybody. You know, there's a lot of faces that I see on Facebook and whatnot, and like, man, I remember that person, but man, I. It's been 20 years, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. um, but there's a lot of people, man. It's just, uh, a lot of people were just knew everybody. It was a, it was a big group of people, all different races, classes of people from all different areas. And I think a lot of that had to do with, uh, we were the first class to be all six great, going through the all six grade campus of Baker and oh, yeah. where you had multiple junior highs coming to, you know, all these elementaries came together in one place and everybody split up half and half and went to two different junior highs. And everybody came back to high school and knew and knew each other from sixth grade, of, uh, if anything, you know. And um, it was it was pretty cool setup. Uh, I don't know, man. We plus we, you and I grew up in a, in a neighborhood uh, where it was a it was a lot of kids the same age, mm-hmm. and uh, we we were all out, you know growing up in a time where you weren't sitting inside playing video games all day. You know, you were outside and whether you're playing football basketball, roller hockey, all kinds of crap, you know, and we were just, uh, you had no, you hadn't, you had no choice but to have some kind of actual physical interaction with people. And, uh, don't get me wrong, man. We all had our issues here and there and gotten, you know, everybody has good days and bad days. And there, we got friends who were in fights, you know, and, you know, luckily we're boys and you get over it, man. A couple of days later, you're, you're friends again, you know, but we were lucky in a lot of ways, man. Really, really worse. So. Yeah, and and I love that you mentioned the the you know the part about you know we were outside because I remember I lived in a different neighborhood before I moved into the neighborhood that you, eventually where you lived down the street from me, but correct. I remember like I played a lot of video games at home and I had friends that were my age, but there wasn't a lot of them. There was only like a few, and they were very spread out throughout the neighborhood mm-hmm. where you know it just there was there wasn't as many. And then I remember moving into the our neighborhood Fairmont Park uh, uh, East and. You know, obviously, you know, now my best friend BJ, you know, lived across the street at Corey Wilson across oh, yeah. the street, and then you moved down the street. But I think at the time, you lived like four or five streets down. But like you said, each street had probably anywhere from like three to four kids in the similar age group where, you know, when I got there, BJ was like, okay, come on, we're going to go play ball. I'm like, wait, what? Oh, okay, where are we going? And you're like, oh, we're going to go down like eight streets to Jay Lair's in that little cul-de-sac area or whatever it was. Yeah. And I remember doing by that. The, the yeah. <laughs> yeah, by the by the barricade, man. And you know what's crazy is you said Corey Wilson. You know Corey, 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 and Evan grew up on Mesquite. Just uh, I don't know, maybe five, six, seven houses away around the corner from me. That's originally, right. along with uh, where David Victor lived and Eric Perez and all those guys. Mm-hmm. And then Corey's parents moved over there to Spruce South, just like my parents did uh, when we were in high school. When I was in high school, and uh, you know, got away from the older part of the neighborhood to the newer part. And for whatever reasons there were, you know, that they that they had to want to move over there. But uh, we moved over there, and but for the long, you know, growing up, I remember y'all, you know, everybody get on their bikes, man, and go, mm-hmm. you know, eight streets down, and go play over there, or go over there, or go to the park, or go to the other park, or. Go over there, <laughs> yeah. like Ray Grambo's house, you know, where like down oh, the street yeah. from where Jessica, you know, our friend Jessica grew up, uh, right there. I think on Winding Trail, if I'm correct. So, something like that, um, yeah. yeah, something like that. But, uh, anyways, yeah, man, it was, uh, it was pretty cool growing up where we grew up, man. We had a lot of, lot of friends, man. A lot of friends. 
So, and, and, and I love that you brought up, you know, so like you said, like, it seemed like everybody moved to Spruce because you had your, your, you moved there and then Corey and then BJ was already there. I moved there. Brian Ship lived down on the other end on the cul-de-sac, uh, as well. And then you had the Overbees around the corner. I mean, just like yeah. that group alone of people. Did Brian, did, you said Brian Ship, he moved over there too? From, they, yeah, they lived he was on, on Dogwood, didn't they? They lived on Dogwood so for the longest time. So they had a house on Dogwood, but they kept it and rented it out when they bought their house over on Spruce. Oh, they, they lived Remember on like, Spruce North, right, or the other side no, of no, the other side South. of uh, it was Spruce South. But they lived at the but very on the coldest side. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. Okay, Man, and I know there were other people there too because uh, there were some friends of Eric's that were there too. You know, who was a couple years younger than us. But in my mind, like looking back on that. Like the mischief we got into just with that group alone on Spruce was just so much fun, and oh yeah, you know it. And and I don't know how this happened, but somehow I feel like my driveway became ground zero to like huddle and do stuff. Oh, yeah. Like you're playing basketball, we're playing there. Of course, let's be honest, it was the neighbor. We we know it was my neighbor that got a lot of people at my house because mm-hmm. she was very pretty, and we were 15 year old boys, and we were just like. You know, it's kind of like, it makes me think of Friday. We're like, hi, Miss Parker. <laughs> you know, like, that's what made me think of that. But I just know we would always start there. And it, it just started becoming so common that I remember one time my mom came back from the store and she had like two of everything almost. And I'm like, why did you buy two of everything? She goes, for your friends, because they always live here and they eat all our food. So I'm buying food for them to eat. So we still have food to eat. And I thought, okay, that just means more for me too. So that's fantastic. I loved it. But. Yeah, I just, I remember like just having fun on that street and like you said, we would get on our oh, bikes, yeah. play ball, and then as we got older, <laughs> we just, we did a lot of dumb things. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh my goodness, man. Definitely. Uh, Good times, man. Good times. It was. It was definitely, it was definitely a lot of fun and, you know, and I think that's why, you know, I like, that's why I asked you on and of course, you know, I got Jessica on, uh, on a previous episode too because, you know, as we're quarantined, it gives you a chance to kind of look back and think, okay, let's, let's think about some good stuff. You know, like obviously the negatives out there, that's always going to be there. Let's, you know, I, yeah. I like talking with people about the fun stuff that's going on and, you know, the good times, whether it's happening now, like you were saying, like you're supporting local businesses and I love that. And then, you know, we reminisce about, you know, what happened hell 30 years ago now, almost, you know, or 25 yeah, years ago, ago or yeah. whatever it was. And, and, and something I was thinking about too is uh, you and I were on Facebook. Was it yesterday or the day before? And uh, you know they were playing the replay of the 2006 Rose Bowl game, Texas and USC. Oh yeah. And we were reminiscing about where we were <laughs> for that game. <laughs> and, there's a lot. There's I, a lot of games I can sit there and do that too, man. There's yes, a, that's true. Man. We can go back to the Rockets. They remember we were at your house when the oh, Rockets God, man. in Sonics, and you were pissed because your parents were going and you couldn't go. <laughs> oh yeah. That. I'll never forget my dad saying, "Hey, man, I got tickets to the." Uh, it was the Western Conference Finals, right? Wasn't it? And you know, semifinals it, or finals? Uh, yeah, semifinals, you're playing the yeah. Sonics. It was like game six or seven or whatever it was. It was the year I think Eddie Johnson hit that three pointer at the end of the game, and they just yes. they killed it. But yeah. Uh, yeah, my dad coming home, man, I got tickets to the game. Blah blah blah. We got so excited, man. I'm like, yeah, we're going. I'm going to the game, and he said, no, 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 not for you, but for my mom, <laughs> for your mom and I. I'm like, oh, come on, man. He's like, man, I'll leave y'all money so y'all can order a pizza. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I think that's what we did. You, me, and BJ. Yeah, you were <laughs> like, hey, BJ, Ryan, you want some pizza? Sure. Look, come on over. <laughs> my grandma was there. You, me, and BJ, my grandma, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think, yeah, she was there. I do remember that. Yeah, and then, uh, and then of course, you know, the, the Rose Bowl game where Texas won, you know, I, we had like 20 people in my living room, and my mom is in her yeah, bedroom. Which at least on 20 the, people. Oh, yeah. At least. And, I mean, <laughs> We were getting rowdy, too, and what was funny about that was, you know, my mom is in her bedroom, which is on the first floor, and it's literally right by the living room, and I remember she went in her room, and I remember we were drinking. I don't think we had a keg, but we had beers, because obviously we were all of age. And, and for some I remember, reason, I thought we had a keg outside, man, because we everybody, everybody was drinking out of cups, you know what I mean? So that's that's the only reason I think we had a keg. That's that's how the, the ceiling got painted with beers, because everybody it might was drinking have been. out of cups. It, you know? Who knows, man? <laughs> But yeah, I just know we got when Vince Young scored the winning touchdown, we all just just flip oh, out and everything. And I remember looking back and I see Tune with his arms in the air and he's being tackled oh, by yeah. I think it was you and like three other people or whoever it was. But I just remember he was going crazy. 
I'm going crazy. You were going, everybody's going nuts and we all look up and, or I mean, I look up, I went, oh shit. There's a lot of beer on the ceiling right now. How the hell did it get up there? I was like, who cares? It doesn't matter. I'll worry about it tomorrow. My mom's asleep. And and when you, when you, uh, yeah, I believe it. She she probably, she didn't wake up. Like, we didn't wake her up. I remember because we were talking about that and she doesn't recall that night. I go, you don't remember that night? Like, mom, we were loud. We got rowdy. I know for a fact beer was everywhere. And she was like, I don't remember that at all. I'm like, I was like, you, were you sleeping? She goes, I probably was. I'm like, damn. Like, you must have been I really. You, for some reason, I thought your parents were out of town. But, uh, no, that that was matter. the one time they were not. <laughs> my mom was home. My dad was working <laughs> nights. So my dad wasn't home, but my mom was, I remember. But, um, no, the, that was another time when my parents were gone and we threw a party at the house and and oh, yeah. crazy stuff happened. <laughs> but we, we can talk about that another time. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm so, sure. But I'm what sure I found funny, what I found funny about all of this is that you and I, we were we're we're talking on Facebook, and I think I and I commented something like, "That's exactly what I just told my wife. I told her exactly." Yeah, what I was, was telling her the story, man. I was telling the story, and then I started. I turned it on because you know the the uh, the night before. Man, I think I was watching uh, on ESPN. They had uh, the Michigan State against uh, – who the hell were they playing? I watched it the other night, but it was a good game. But uh, I knew that they were playing the Rose Bowl the next – the you know, the other night, uh, two nights ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I turned it on. We came out here, and the wife and I sat in the garage and had some uh, – I think we made some uh, margaritas or something. And I turned that game on, and we sat here and played one-on-one poker. Uh, we got a – we have a, a run-in stack of chips on each side of the table that we just uh, – <laughs> we keep playing and – you know, one day she's up, one day I'm up, and we'll just see what happens, you know. But we keep playing whenever we decide to pick up the game. But um, I turned the game on in the, in the garage and just had it on. And I was telling her, I was like, oh, my God, man, this game was just – it was amazing. It was an amazing year. And uh, Vince Young was uh, – man, he was something else, man. And uh, I just remember watching that game at at your mom's house and just, man, it was it was a hell of a time, you know. It was. So much fun. One of those moments I'll, I'll never forget where I was. You know what I mean? And, uh, <laughs> thankfully, I have quite a few of those moments. So. Yeah, I know, right? I'm trying, yeah, trying not to, as we get older, I'm trying not to forget them. That's the main thing, you know. Yep. So. See, that's my problem now. Is you know, with all my young ones, man, they they they're taking up all my memories. Where oh, I'm yeah. like, where was I at again? And somebody's oh, like, yeah, don't you remember that? I'm like, I do, but are you sure that's what happened? And I'm like, okay, if you say so. Your memory's probably right. better than mine. Uh, so I'll just, I'll just kind of go with it and roll with it. And so, yeah. Oh my goodness, man. But, yeah. Oh my God. But yeah, we had a lot of good times on that street, uh, growing up. That is uh, for oh, sure. Yeah, that, and I know for a fact, me moving there, like I think shaped the type of person and personality I think I was going to be because and for anybody that knows BJ, man, he, he'll bring you, he, he, he would bust you out of your shell. Like if you were a little like shy oh, yeah. or something, he's like, Oh no, uh-uh. you're going to be my friend. That shit ain't going to happen. And so, he busted me out of my shell, and then you add in, you know, pe- uh, people like Corey uh, Wilson, and then Brian Ship, and then you know you and everybody else, and it's just like and a whole okay, list of other people. Yeah, a whole list mighty, of other you, and then Tune. Remember, Tune didn't even live on yeah. the street, but he might as well have. He was there every damn day. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. My mom told me a story about how she was uh, like on her walk or something, and she saw Tune's mom. This is back when uh, I guess they still lived on Collingswood, and she goes, hey, how's everything going? Oh, it's fine. It's fine. You know, it's, uh, hopefully Ryan's not too much of a bother uh, over there at your house. And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, well, he's, he's been there for like the last week and a half. And it was <laughs> I forgot, like, I don't know what happened at the house, but Tune like lived at my house for like a week. Like he slept upstairs. Like we did everything. And like my parents didn't That's even hilarious. know that he was there half the time. They didn't even know he was there really? <laughs> well, I, thing, though, I think they didn't know he was living there practically because he was always there. It was one of those situations yeah. where it I must have been summertime. And she brought that up. I go, I completely forgot about that. Like, that's right. He lived on the couch for like a week. I forgot all about that. And yeah, it was, yeah, those are some of those memories where I'm like, man, if you say it, I'll remember it. And then it's like, oh yeah, there we go. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Cool, man. So yeah, you, I forgot so, that. I forgot that Ryan grew up on Collinswood. He lived over there. Uh, I think next door to Edward Salinas, and then mm-hmm, yeah, Macy's yeah. shop it there, right there. And yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. We all there's and there's, it's and then the bus stops, man. Remember coming over there? Uh, oh, y'all would man. everybody would come over to the bus stop on Birch, and yeah. 
Remember Daniel Prey, Josh Hopkins. I mean, the list goes on and on, man. There's a whole group yeah. of us, man. I mean, a huge group of us. And yeah, uh, yeah, I remember. Cool stuff, I, I remember. So I remember. I didn't ride the bus right away. I remember Michael Overby was driving, and he was around the corner. Oh, okay. And so me and BJ would get rides with him. He would. T- they would take us to school. And oh, you're talking about high school. I'm talking about junior high. I'm, yeah, maybe, oh, maybe high, you, yeah, you, no, you I probably went third in junior high. I guess so. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, so it, it's one of those situations where by the time we moved to that neighborhood, I was supposed to go to junior high with y'all, but I had already registered for my classes at the other junior high, Lomax, and yeah, it was like, well, you're already registered. It, we kind of moved late in the school year. I mean, we could move it. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, just let me go ahead because the other thing I thought about too was I had established myself where I thought like I could get some real playing time on the basketball team because that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. And I was like, man, if I go to Laporte, I mean, I got to start all over. And I was like, no, I'm good. I'll stay at Lomax. So I remember every morning, like I never rode the bus, but my dad would have to go drop me off in the morning. So I was like one of the first like two or three students at the school every day because I mean, I'm there at the butt crack of dawn. And I was always like the last student to get picked up because my mom had to pick me up from school. But, you know, she was a teacher. So she was a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we get out a little bit earlier than they do. So I'm just kind of sitting there fiddling my thumbs, hanging out with some folks, you know, like Chuck Turner, Brandon Faustin and some other people and getting into mischief with them. Wow. Those are some names yeah. I haven't heard for a while. Yeah. yeah. yeah those are some folks. Hey, that by I, the, by, hey, hey, by the way, if they're listening, man, shout out to both y'all. Hope you guys are doing all right, man. That's right, man. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they're doing well too, man. But, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I, but it's funny though, because, I didn't even go to y'all's junior high, but I knew everything that happened there because I swear, oh, yeah. as PJ got off the bus, he would come knock on my door and go, hey, guess what happened today? I'm like, oh, God, what did you <laughs> say? Oh, man, this happened today. Oh, hey, guess what Guess what I made Tim do or something. Like, it was always <laughs> something. Like, every day, I kid you not, every day that guy had a story for me. And I was like, man, I feel like I might as well go to y'all's school. Like, I heard names that I didn't even know yet. Or maybe I met them like yeah. you talked about our sixth grade campus where we were all together and I knew who they were, but I didn't know them. By the time we got to high school, I'm like, oh, I already know this fool. I know everything about them because BJ told me everything I need to know about half those <laughs> people. And I didn't even go to y'all's damn school, man. It was crazy. That is crazy. That is yeah. crazy. No, but high school, it's crazy, man, no, I, back, it's crazy to look back on that and, and reminisce on just those, you know, those kind of things, you know. Oh, absolutely, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause high school, I didn't, uh, I, I, I didn't ride the bus right away or, Maybe my freshman year. I think it was freshman year I did, and then sophomore year, my our friend Michael Overby started taking us to school, and I remember getting in trouble because we uh, <laughs> we decided to go drinking before we went to a volleyball game and then a football game. We were drinking forty, <laughs> and uh, we no, got you weren't doing that. You weren't no, doing no, that. No, I never did I that. Wouldn't. No, 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 not at all. But, uh, <laughs> If your mom's uh, listening, you never did that, bro. <laughs> well, no, this even night though, she, even though she knows better. <laughs> no, this, no, this night she knows about because I got caught. Like I got caught drinking, and I was oh, yeah. hammered. But yeah, Michael used to take us to school, and that's a whole crazy story in itself. But I remember we got caught. We all three of us were then forced to take the bus to school, and Overby hated it because <laughs> he's like. Man, this is embarrassing. He's a junior being forced to ride the bus. <laughs> he got ground, he got his car taken away from him for drinking and driving. Right. And then him and BJ ran away when I got caught. Type of thing again. <laughs> long story. Not a. It's a funny story to me. People go, "That's stupid." I'm like, well, "Oh, look, looking back on it, yeah, that's funny." <laughs> the time was sucked. <laughs> well, the time was terrible. Like back in the day, we didn't have cell phones. I had a beeper though. My beeper's blowing up, going, and people are like calling or trying to get a, a hold beeper. of it. And uh, wow. yeah, beeper times. And remember, and this is when you had phone lines for your computer. And um, so I disconnected the computer. I plugged in a phone so people could call me or I could call them. So that way they wouldn't call the main house line. And everybody's like, where's BJ? I'm like, how the fuck should I know, man? They, uh, he, I got caught. I have no idea where they're at. Well, apparently they man, were. I, speaking, of, speaking of BJ, man, hold on. Speaking of BJ, man, I remember I, this is a crazy memory. I remember being a kid. This was before caller ID and all that crap. I remember me and him, and uh, I really I'm trying to remember. Maybe Adam Davila and some others were sitting there. Maybe I think David Victor. We were all sitting there, and we would call people and prank call people all the time, man. Like pick out, we'd go through the phone book and just call random people and talk talk to them about their lawnmowers being fixed at the shop, and then you come pick them up. And I mean, just random people, man. And then, <laughs> we would call people just uh and just prank calling, man, and stuff you can't, stuff you can't even do now, you know. It's uh, 
we sound old. I, I, I sound love that you reason. brought that up because <laughs> I, I had the common denominator on that one. It's BJ. BJ, if you're listening, buddy, you know I love you to death. But yeah, man, shout so, out to BJ, man. I hope you're doing good, man. I know, uh, I know we haven't talked for a long time, man. But uh, nothing but love to you and Kristen and the family, and oh, yeah, hope everything's man. going well, man. They're doing good from what I see, man. They're doing good. He uh, he's good, he's shredded, man. He 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 got rid of all the nonsense and been working out, dude. I saw a photo. I was like, damn. That boy, he's looking like he's he always been able to shred it. I remember when he used to sit there and uh, do bench presses with a with a broomstick with with uh, water jugs uh, taped to it, man. Before, before do you, uh, you remember that crap? Yeah, like, <laughs> ooh, so ghetto. <laughs> like, yeah, super ghetto, like, man. He ghetto everything, and then of course, you oh, know, yeah. and, and and he would go from that to like one day I, I walked over and there's this big black spot in the middle of his garage. I'm like, what the hell is that? He goes. Oh, I poured gasoline there and I threw a match on it. It's like, why? He goes, I just want to see it. It's like, what? are you sure that wasn't my house? Because I'm pretty sure we got in trouble for lighting my my garage on fire one time. Oh, I know for a fact. Cats. He, <laughs> oh, I know for a fact it was his house. He might have did it at your house too, though. So, yeah. <laughs> we probably did. He did it at Ray Grambo's house too. He did it at Ray Grambo's house. But uh, to go back, you so you talked about the prank calling. So I love that you bring that up because back um, it was one of my birthdays, and I want to say. You know, I had some people stay the night. It was him, I think Joseph Palomares, and I think it was Brandon Binkley, if I remember. It wasn't a lot of people. It was like three Brandon people. Brandon Binkley. <laughs> yeah, old school name there, too. Yeah, so yeah. We, we did prank calls, right? And same thing, we're doing prank calls, and one of them was a voicemail, like a voicemail came up, or an answer machine. Sorry, not even a voicemail back then. It was an answer machine. So we leave a very um, sexualized message. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> and we left it alone. Well, so the next day or the next morning, I was working the concession stand at my brother's football game because he played peewee football. And all of a sudden, I just get told, like, hey, or I, or I, I was getting out. I was done with my shift, and I'm walking, and my dad just comes storming up. And I think BJ was with me, too. And he just, I mean, he, my dad comes up, and he's just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, what? Like, what are we talking about? And he just goes, if you're going to prank call somebody, do not prank call somebody with caller ID. I'm like, we didn't prank call anybody. <laughs> and so he goes, oh, you didn't? He goes, then why did I get a phone call from this man who replayed the message that you left him? And I went, oh, shit. <laughs> and he replayed it. From my <laughs> and it was great because he was so mad. Now, me, I'm petrified because my dad was a scary man as a kid. Yeah. BJ's laughing his ass off. He thinks this is hilarious. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So, yeah, we quickly realized, like, oh, yeah, because, you know, back then, not everybody had caller ID, and the one guy who did is the guy we left a very interesting uh, voice message for. That's so hilarious. That's his fault. <laughs> Blame it on BJ, man. He'll take it. He can take it, man. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, good time. So that's why I had to laugh when you, you talked about the prank calling, because he definitely did that with us, too. It's good stuff, man. Good stuff. Always good stuff, man. So you're doing good now, though, man. I love it. So, uh, so where are you working at right now? Where, what are you doing? So I've been at the at the port uh, working uh, through the the Longshore Union, the ILA International Longshoremen's Association. It's a nationwide union, uh, one of the largest unions unions in the country, actually. Um, so I work at the port over here in Seabrook at Bayport Terminal, and live right here in Seabrook, and drive like you know five minutes to work, and then well, I, I mean, my whole career hasn't been here in Seabrook, but. I've been working at the ports for shit going on 16, 17 years now, man. So it's uh, pretty much turned it into a uh, a career, something I wasn't looking at doing, but it turned into one, and it's uh, it's been a good career, man. Needless to say, so um, right. yeah, life is Love good, it. man. We're I'm, I am part of the essential uh, crew of people working, uh, especially in the ports, uh, trying to keep all these containers moving and yeah. keep the shelves stocked and stuff going to warehouses and throughout the country and. Uh, that's pretty much what I do in a, in a, you know, uh, you know, so, and, um, and that's so that you can explain that people understand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot more to it, but, um, I deal with cargo coming in and out of country, import, export, and I've been uh, blessed to be able to have that job and work locally right here. And so, you know, I could have easily went into the chemical plants or went into something else, but I, I got into the port and, um, yeah. it's been good to me and been good to my family and, you know, provided me with a job, and even through the tough times right now, I still have a job, and um, it's it's good, man. Uh, it's really good. So Love I got it, no man. complaints as far as that goes. So been well, good, man. I, I'm glad it's going well. I'm glad you're able to keep on working because you know a lot of folks, you know, 
unfortunately not able to, or if they are, it's yeah. like maybe borrowed time. We don't know. I'm in that boat where like I could get furloughed at any day, but at the moment I'm safe, but I'm like, cool, I got savings though. So if anybody's listening, yeah. save, save your money. <laughs> save your money, man. Save your money. And if you've got a lot of extra money invested, because right now it's actually a good time to invest, I would say. Right. So, uh, it is a good time to invest, uh, in all, yeah. all different kind of ways. So, but, yeah. uh, hopefully this thing turns around and, uh, economy gets back on its feet, man, because it's, uh, it's not good. It's not good at all. So oh, definitely I think good. it will. I think it yeah. will. So. Hey, you know, everything, you know, Hey, things can only be bad for so long. So, yeah. so, uh, you know, I wanted to, so your wife, Jamie, uh, y'all have now, how long have y'all been together and how long have y'all been married? Uh, we've been married oh, six years this last November 13th. Uh, so six years ago, this last November, we got married in Las Vegas, and uh, but we've been together now for about eleven years. So, uh, okay. yeah, yeah, I knew y'all been together for a long time because I, I remember I came home. It was like I think I dropped out of college or I was home for the weekend, and there was some, I think barbecue benefit something happening over there off of Fairmont, like uh, at past the train tracks at that bar um, for somebody. I can't remember. It was like some kind of cancer relief fund for somebody that I knew. Or that you and I both knew. I can't remember who it was, but I remember going there and I saw you and I was like, "Oh, cool!" And you're like, "Oh, hey, this is my you, girlfriend, Amy." And that's when I met you, her. You talking about the Neon Moon, the Neon Moon bar? Yes, Neon Moon. Yes. You know who I think benefit it was? I think it was Heather Overby's uh, dad, who was going through pretty rough that's cancer right. at the time, if I'm correct. <laughs> uh, and they had a big old benefit, and obviously, you know, you're friends with Heather and Michael, like we both are. And uh, we both showed up to support, and I think I was just with Jamie. I maybe had been with her for, like, a little while, but uh, that's, I think, when you met her. I'm pretty sure that's the benefit you're talking about because I've, only, yeah. I've been to a handful of benefits over there, actually, but um, unfortunately. But, yeah. Uh, no, I remember that one specifically, yeah, because it, yeah, it was the Neon Moon Bar because I remember, I remember going there. I saw – yes, right, and it was Heather's because I remember I saw her, and when I saw you, because this is what I remember, I think when you introduced me to her – I can't remember if she said something or if she said something after I had left, but you're like, oh, this is my friend Gentile. And then I think that's when she revealed either to me or to you later. It was like, oh, my God, is that Vicky Gentile's son? Because that was my teacher. Because I think she – Yeah, exactly. Her. Yeah, and it was something like that because I, I remember having that conversation. It was either with her or with you. Um, you know, maybe, I think if it, if it was with you, I think it was later on because I guess maybe she didn't – put it together until after the fact because you know we were drinking we were hanging out it was probably after the fact yeah it was probably after the fact and along with the fact that you know jamie grew up on winding trail pretty much across the street from jessica and she yeah it's it's crazy right so uh and jamie's like uh i think three three years younger than me two or three years younger than me but um two years younger than we are but um she grew up over there on Winding Trail across the street from Jessica, and uh, she would ride her bike with her friends when, you know, we were a couple years older, obviously. You know, she might be six or, or she might be eight years old and we were ten, but she would talk shit about the fact that we'd be playing basketball over there at Ray Grambo's house on the side where, where Ray Grambo lived, you know, on the side street right there yeah. next to the field. And he had a basketball court set up there, and she'd be riding her bike, and we'd always be in the street, and she'd have to go on that broken-ass sidewalk that was right there and, you know – be pissed off at that. these kids out there playing in the street. And I never knew who she was, neither did you, but she would always see us over there. Okay. And, you know, way years and years later, you know, we're, we're not married, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, we put two and two together, you know, not too long after we got together and figured out that, man, we, we actually crossed paths many, many, many times before we, we ever thought we were going to be together or married, obviously. So she's like, Oh, uh, you were that well, asshole. <laughs> and you're like, yep. exactly. No, that's pretty much what she said. Yeah. That's pretty much what she said. Uh, We'd ride our bikes by. We would have to dodge y'all's basketball. Somebody threw a pass, and somebody missed it, and it almost hit us. And like, oh god! Oh my goodness! Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And I just, I just, I remember meeting her, and I I thought to myself, like, man, that's that's a cool chick right there. It's like, okay, Taylor got a winner right there. And you know, obviously, you know, at that time, it's not like I'm saying, oh man, that's the girl he gonna marry or be with for a long time or anything like that. But I just remember thinking myself, like, okay. That's a cool chick because, you know, I mean, come on. We've all been through this where your friend is dating somebody, and then after a while you're like, oh, yeah, why are you dating her? Yeah, shoot. I met her at a random moment in my life, man, uh, just very random. We, I was uh, I was at Monkey Bar with uh, 
hell, it was, uh, I think, uh, Elvin Montgomery was there, Brian Shorty. Ross, Edward Selena, Shorty was there, uh, Brian Ross. <laughs> Sorry, man, my dog's no, you're good, you're good, man. <laughs> he's wanting to go outside for W-A-L-K. I can't say the word, otherwise he's going to go crazy, but he's oh, wanting to go outside, but it's raining. Hey, dude, I spell all the time. I, I get it. You do it with your dog. I do it with my daughter. I'm like, you want to take care oh, of yeah. NAP? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like it when I have conversations with other people, especially when I can't see him. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, yeah, no, uh, we met each other at Monkey Bar just randomly. She was there with, uh, <laughs> there with yeah, no, I hear you, man. Oh. It's raining. We're not going anywhere. But, uh, sorry for this yeah. interruption, people. It has no quarantine life really is like right now. I think we're showing what well, quarantine life really is like. Yeah, quarantine life is me actually picking up my phone because I got Bluetooth on, thank God. And I think I'm going to go out there in the rain and actually uh, go for a walk with him while I talk to you. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm lucky enough to have a park. I've got a park right behind my house. So uh, we walk out the back gate and we go to this park and I throw the ball with them and you know, nobody's out there right now because we're the only idiots that would be out there right now in the rain. But <laughs> hey, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Such is life, man. But going back to the story, I met my wife at Monkey Bar. She was, uh, we were all partying there one night for somebody's birthday. I don't remember who's, but, uh, she was there with, uh, of all people, you remember Eugene Jenkins? Do you remember Eugene? Yeah, I do. Yes. Yeah, she, she was there with, uh, her friend, uh, Casey, Casey Jenkins at the time. Uh, um, her his little sister, and uh, she was she was like uh, Eric's age and my sister's age and whatnot. But they were there, and I saw Casey. And next thing I know, I met my wife. And next thing I know, we're married years later. But <laughs> it was uh, and then, and then, very done. random, <laughs> very random. Yeah, but hey, that's how it goes. Yeah, that's how yeah, it goes. That's exactly how it goes. I wouldn't have it any other way, man. So. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, it's it's one of those things where. You know, I, I tell people, you know, I met my wife, obviously, at Mattress Firm because she worked for Mattress Firm, but she started a year after I did. And, you know, she's nine years younger than me. So, yeah, I rock the cradle there, apparently. So, um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, we met. And what's funny is when we met, she was actually had a boyfriend at the time. And, you know, we didn't, you know, it was just kind of it is what it is. And then she broke up with the boyfriend. And then, like you said, boom, next thing you know. Here it is, seven years later, we've been married now for four years and have two kids. Like, how the hell did that happen? You blink and it's gone. You're like, wait, what just happened? I'm like, not I'm in a bad way. It's just, what, where did it go? What happened? Exactly. I'm pretty sure seven years ago, I bought a mattress from your wife. <laughs> but yeah, because here's the thing. Anytime somebody would reach out to me like, hey, man, I need a mattress. What yeah. store do you work at? I'd always respond back with, if they if they talk to me that way, I'd be like, Hey man, thanks for paying attention to my life. I don't work in a store anymore. I recruit, but go see my whatever money you heard now mine too. So go see her. So I used to send everybody to go see her, and then when she left the sales floor, I was like, well, damn it. Now I don't know who to send them. Like now I send them the people that I know. But you know, is, is Brian still working there? He yep. is. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. Brian, awesome. Brian awesome. is still there. How's he doing, man? And and by the way, Brian, if you're listening, to this, what's up, man? <laughs> uh, miss you, man, and I hope you're doing well. So. Yeah, he's doing well, man. He uh, he's he's still working for the firm. Uh, has his little girl at home uh, herself. Uh, she is, I think, yeah, she's over one right now. Yeah, because she was born about a month before Emma. So yeah, she's uh, you know, she just turned one a couple months ago. So yeah, he's he's doing good, man. Has a little girl, and you know, he finally cut that long ass hair of his where he's not putting it in a man bun anymore. Fence, buddy. I think you <laughs> you had long hair, but. <laughs> Yeah, I still do, man. It's, been, it's the longest I've had. It's kind of ridiculous, man. So you, you can make any excuse now, man. You can say, oh, man, the quarantine life made my hair grow longer. That's all it is. Well, <laughs> it doesn't grow that fast, man. <laughs> I was bald I was bald fake for a long, long time and then decided to hell with it, man. One last hurrah. Let's see what happens before there I actually go, go yeah, back, back to the ball. <laughs> Yeah, we're not no. any younger. That's true, man. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! But that's awesome, man. I love it, and that's um, you know, I, I, and that, I think that's why like I liked having you on because I thought about like who could I reach out to, you know? Because in my mind, I, I think I might still do this. So if you're listening, I might just send out like, hey, if you want to talk? Reach out to me, and we'll we'll talk. But you know, in my mind, I was like, okay, who can I talk to? And me and Jessica had kind of discussed this when I first started the podcasting. I reached out to her about something, and I said, oh, yeah, I'd love to have you on for an episode. And she said, that'd be great. But I had to figure out how 
to do it over the phone, obviously, because she lives in Pennsylvania. And then in my yeah. mind, you know, last week I thought, okay, who could be somebody else? And I want to say, I think you and I were joking about something on Facebook, and it popped in my brain. I was like, dude, I got to call Jay Lair. I mean, this is a good guy. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Holy man. You know, I love you. And, you know, I miss you. I think the last time I saw you was at Cabo uh, randomly. Yeah, I think, I think we, I think the last multiple times we've seen each other at Cabo randomly. <laughs> and you're like, hey, man, you still there? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to come by. Cool, man. Come on by. Let's have a drink. Let's hang out. So uh, hopefully those days will be happening again sooner than later. Man, yeah, I'm, I'm, man, I, I live right here in Seabrook or Tether Lake and I stay right here and I do, you know, I go out to the bar or something or watch some live music. I stay right here in the area, man, real close to the house. And luckily there's a bunch of cool places to go hang out. So there is, but yeah, uh, like yeah said, that's where I've ran into you, man. It's been at all those places. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, and that's why I love, man, is the fact that, you know, even though I, I got it wrong, I'm like junior high. It's like, oh yeah, elementary is when I met you. But yeah, I've known you since elementary. We lived on the same street, and then you know, obviously we we left and had our own lives. But you know, hey, they still intercross, and I love it. And so uh, I wanted to say thank you for coming on the episode. I'm glad we got a chance to reminisce. Hopefully, people hear this and they have some memories they can look back on and laugh. And uh, you know, like I said, everybody has a different story with what's going on. You know, your story is different than mine, than Jessica's, and Joe Schmo down the street. But you know, we're all in it together, and I feel like. Hearing good stories and hearing past stories, just, you know, reminiscing and talking and shooting the shit, I think, is a good thing for people to hear right now. So I appreciate you being here. Oh, it's a great thing. No, man, I appreciate you uh, offering me, you know, giving me the opportunity to talk and go over some of these things. Or just catching up, man, more than anything. So I know we catch up more, more, you know, we haven't, like, lost touch with each other by any means, but... uh, Right now, it's it's a good time to sit here and definitely catch up, man. Nobody's doing anything right now, so... No better time than now, man. That's right. So. I mean, what else are we doing, right? We're all, was it, um, and I will say this, so, you know, social media to me is like the devil most of the time, you know, but it does give you some yeah. good stuff every now and then and some fun stuff. And, you know, I, I talk about that uh, actually in a later episode with Jessica when we talk about social media and Instagrams and Facebooks and stuff like that. But one thing I saw that made me laugh was, it's, and you've probably seen this, it's a guy like on the couch just being lazy. And it said, like, 2019, it was like, oh, you're an irresponsible, lazy adult. And then it's like 2020, you're being a hero. I was. <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah, I think I saw the same one this morning, as a matter of fact. And I, when that's I saw funny. that, I was like, yes, like, because oh, that's me. Like, you know, as I got older, it was like, man, I don't need to go out. I, I did that in my 20s. I kind of did it in my early 30s. But after a while, I was like, man, I'm, I'm tired. I, I, don't, I can't afford it like I used to. And. No, I'm good. I'm yeah. just gonna, I'll say, you know, I'll go out, but I ain't gonna go party, party like I used to. And so I used to be that guy all the time. And now I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm now responsible. <laughs> oh, that's a good thing, man. You got two little, two little kiddos and a wife at the house, man. You don't need to be outside. <laughs> ain't nowhere to be, man. There's no, there's no better place to be than at home with them. So I got a reputation of having a dad bod. I got to keep that, man. I can't be outside getting rid of that. <laughs> I got to keep the dad bod. Yeah, keep it in there ain't no there ain't no fun well, in that man. <laughs> my friend it's been a pleasure and i hope you have a fantastic uh you know rest of your day and i hope that uh you and your family stay safe and i hope your daughter has a fantastic birthday too man i i i uh i want to extend the same to you man i hope uh you guys stay safe and healthy most of all and uh if you guys need anything you know where to re- you know where to reach me man please tell megan and the kiddos we said hi and uh Hopefully we're, we can all see each other sooner than later, man, you know? Hopefully so. Hopefully so. All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode, guys. I hope everybody stays safe, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>